Hello and welcome to another episode of Lion City Rock. Rock. The lion. The lion roaring. Yeah. R R O A R K. Hey, my name is Chris, and with me, as usual, is my favorite podcast co host, Kevin Matthews. Say hello, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. <laughs> We're coming to you, not live, from two secret locations. But alive, yeah. lah. But alive. <laughs> yes. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Not yet, not yet. If okay. I can figure out how, how to get AI to do this job, I'll probably. Yeah, do they're it. not bad. <laughs> Just tell them to do <laughs> create a podcast. Prompt. I can't what I, uh, uh, prompt. The prompt to be like Singapore music <laughs> yeah. podcast. That's how I think about that. Two hosts. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, twenty twenty three, another anniversary. Yes, it's another anniversary special. I think, I think, I think we, ha- you know, we have enough material for the rest of the year for yeah, just yeah. going on anniversaries alone. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so recently we've been doing a lot of like anniversary album uh, listen to playbacks and chat and stuff like that you know um, mm. you, you most recently with um, some of our friends from uh, Obedient Wives Club yeah um, we talked about their 2013 EP called uh, Murder Kill Baby mm. if you haven't if you haven't heard that one go and listen to that, that episode it was a very interesting chat about how the whole thing came about and what what the whole uh, I guess ethos of Obedient Wise Club? Yeah, is yeah, now. Quite, quite a, yeah. I mean, they're an interesting, very interesting band. Yeah, 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 really. yeah. So today we decided to pick another uh, album that came out also in 2013. Yep. Um, also by another equally to me a very interesting uh, music artist. Yep. Can we call her an artist? Or artist, <laughs> you know that, that you know the whole. I I I, I can't remember what, what defines what. No, anymore. she's definitely an artist without the e la. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Capital in caps la. In, in caps, all caps uh. in all caps. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, one Yeah, yeah. But I mean, okay, the, we'll just get into it because it's, I, it's one of those albums that I think is it's really fantastic, and the artist is Inch Chua, and right. the album is Bum Fuzzle. From 2013. Like like what we do. How do how do you get in? How do you how do you first get to know or hear of rather uh, Inch Inch Chua? Inch. Oh my good goodness. Um, can, you, can you remember that far back? <laughs> Inch. Yeah yeah yeah. So Inch of course uh, knew her. I think like you as well when she was a teenager. Mm. Right. So that would be. Late to Northeast, I think. Late, late Northeast, uh, yeah. Around Dude, that time. Uh-huh. Right, because she's an idiot. She's idiot. a dragon baby, but the same oh, age okay. as my eldest. Uh, oh, really? Cannot, wow, okay. cannot forget on your yeah, idiot. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So she's like, uh, uh, yeah, so she's a, a dragon baby as well. Um, So, so baby met her 207 around there when she was about 19. Mm, but mm. as to how, how we connected, I guess it's probably because, like, you know, oh, yeah, now I remember how, yeah. So, 207 uh, Bay Beats, right? Oh, okay, yeah. They were, they were one of the budding bands, Allura, her yeah. band. Yes, Allura. her band was called Allura, uh, yeah, yeah. So, they were the budding bands, together with other bands like Fire Fight and all that, King uh, mm. Kong Jane. So, uh, you know, at Power of Pop, uh, I was doing this kind of series of interviews with these budding bands. Okay. Right, so that's actually how I met her. So there was uh, an uh, interview su- was supposed to be the band, but sh- she was the only one that turned up. Oh, and, okay. and, and the drummer came up much later. La. But right. she was, so it's just me and her, and that, that's how we kind of got to know each other. La. That's oh, basically okay. it. That's how we met through the uh, Allura kind of connection. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, same, same. I met, I think I met her just at the early, I think in early 2008. It was after, definitely after the after the baby show. Ah. The, this well, the band turned up for, for this interview. We, we, we were at um, some cafe thing in, in Wheelock Place, upstairs. Uh, the, right. same, the same building. And uh, yeah, I remember thinking, these guys are so, so terribly young. Yeah. You know, 
because they yeah. were all, I think they were still in school at the time, if I'm not wrong, or, or yeah. you know, tertiary. La, I think they're all teenagers except for, for Mark John. And this is at the same time that they were putting out a, their EP, I think, called uh, Wake Up and Smell the Seaweed. That was uh, much later, right? That was, I think, in 2008, if I'm not wrong. No, no, no. That's much later. No, la, not that much later. La, because I remember because uh, that was within my first year of of being in... But definitely after the baby's yeah, the thing. Not, yeah, not yeah. They, no, no, ah, okay, no, okay. It, it's after, it's definitely after yeah, Because they didn't have it. Because I remember I, I saw them at Babies first. Mm. I, I watched them at Babies. Then I, then after that, I got in touch ah, okay, with okay, them. Okay, okay, okay. I was quite, I was quite uh, impressed by that performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Because of, because of Inch, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah you, primarily because of Inch. Jumping all over the place, tiny yeah. little dynamic article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chili party. Yeah. Jumping all over the stage, big hair. It's very distinctive. Like I said before, la, you know. It's a bit like coming up roses, la, you know, you need someone to be up front, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to, to take all the attention. La, yep. Right, yeah. To be, so that people watch and then after that they remember, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that band with the police. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, great, great, right? You need, so, that, you need that, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she was perfect for it. She was perfect for that kind oh, yeah, of thing. Yeah. But within like a couple of years, they disappeared. Because the guys had to go into NS, yeah, NS and, and stuff like that. And all that and, uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if yeah. essentially it was, I mean, it was just inch. Just I think, being a solo I think act, it, <laughs> personally, I always felt it's inevitable, you know, because hmm. I mean, the the thing that always struck me about Inch, even the first time I met her, was that you know, I mean, this is a bit of a cliche, but she's really an old soul. She's hmm. a really an old soul because yeah. you can tell that she's very serious about her art and her music. Right, mm, that's true. That's so true. she was really the driving force. So, like, you know, whether Ben or not, I was quite sure they'd be inevitable. Uh, mm. They should do it solo. Uh. Shortly after that, 2010, there was the Bedroom EP. I think she put out the Bedroom EP. Uh, yeah. And then quickly followed within a couple of years by Wallflower album, right? If I'm not yeah. wrong. Yeah. Which was her first, like, full on, full length album. Uh. So actually, when you think about it, right, um, right, your two hundred seven to about twenty fifteen, right, it's mm-hmm. to me like it's a bit of a like golden age or bronze age, right, whatever you right, want to call right. it, <laughs> bronze right? age. Okay. Right? Yeah, you know because it's yeah because it's very very. I mean, the nineties like silver age, like. So ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like yeah. <laughs> this is like the bronze <laughs> the, the, age, right? The third one, right? Yeah, yeah. Our, our, our local scene, right? Because there are a lot yeah. of things happening, and, and I think mm, very yes, much yes, inch yes. was like you know. Kind of a pace setter in the sense that she she became kind of a, a blueprint for these like female singer songwriter artists, you know that yeah, a lot followed her, right? And, and you know, so in that sense, like, she definitely she she was a you know <laughs> she a bit of a trailblazer, like. I mean, like I said, mm. like, she that's her personality, her character. She just wants to. She's very serious about what she wants to do. Yeah. So, yeah. but you know, I think that needs to be recognized. Um, in looking back now, you know, after mm-hmm. all these years, like me, because it's like fifteen years, more than fifteen years since I met her. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, that needs to be recognized, lah. That, that special place, I think, that she has within, uh, you know, the local scene history, such as this, lah. <laughs> I mean, one of the reasons why I want to talk about this this album itself is mm. because it's so uh, distinctive. Bum fuzzle. I mean, apart from the title itself, uh, mm. it, it's such a sonically distinct album. Yeah, I think not just for Inch, but for for the scene as well. Because to me, there's a lot of experimentation in a sense in terms of production, in terms of yep. the song and all that, which uh, a few of the, a lot of the bands hadn't quite fully explored. You know, yeah, even yeah, yeah. the bands yeah. that were you were making waves at that point in time, uh, like you know, you know, people like your Firefight, your your King yes. Kong James, your West Garden Boulevards, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and initially, I thought Inch was going to go that that same route with her first releases. You know mm. the the bedroom EP, yeah, more kind of very, very, yeah, yes, so pop kind of thing, lah. Yeah, yeah, it's just quite standard at the time. Yeah, like. correct, correct, right? It's your, your <laughs> typical singer songwriter troubadour, especially right? female. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like okay, you know, here, okay, here's another one who's got. So here's I was another very, one. Yeah, I was very, very pleasantly surprised by 
by Bamfazo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it does kind of push the boundaries, especially in relation to the production. I mean, you got Leonard, Leonard Susit. Oh, yeah. A, yeah. And, and Mark John, uh, Mark John Harriman, is yeah, was also co-producer. Mm. But definitely you can kind of hear that kind of snakeweed kind of sensibility <laughs> in there. La. I mean, okay, so at the time, um, 2013, right? So I reviewed this mm. Power Pop. And two, mm. At the time, la, I, I wrote that it's one of the finest musical works ever produced by Singaporeans, la, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's up there, I feel, you know, with uh, Tomorrow's My Permanent Address. La, yes. You know, yes. It has yeah. that kind of, like, follow in that kind of footsteps, la, which is, you know, mm. which is no no small thing, obviously, yep. <laughs> to be spoken <laughs> in the same terms as that album. <laughs> right? Yeah, all things considered. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm remembering why I wrote these kind of things. <laughs> yeah, so I think this was the first time I gave a five star mm. uh, rating. Mm. I think mm. this, this album really, you know, knocks it out of the park. Yes, yes. But that was when she wrote that 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 post, right? About like how yeah. she how she doesn't want to be in Singapore anymore. That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, not not doesn't want to be in Singapore, but she was like lamenting the lack of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. support and all that in Singapore. Yes, that's uh, that's the, a fact, lah. That's why she wanted to go to LA and yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, you know, I mean, there's this famous <laughs> quote that I always remember from Ong Bing Singh. You know, who Ong okay. Bing Singh is yeah, right? yeah. One, yeah, of the, yeah. one of the richest guys here, right? So he's he's kind of attitude of Singapore musicians is not that complimentary. Right? Mm, mm. right? But it's also, there's certain truth in what he says. So he says, if they are so good, why are they here? You know what I mean? Yep. You know, it's harsh at the same time as true. It's a yep. harsh truth, you see? Yeah. Right? Because if you're really good, you shouldn't be here. You should be out. You should be yep. somewhere you else. Should be you should doing, be in LA you should be doing or your thing. New York yeah. or London or whatever. You should not be in Singapore. Because yep. Singapore's dead. As far yeah. as music is concerned. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. So, yeah. you know, so, and then, you know, this is something that I always kind of harp on, right? Like, you, you've got to go. It's mm. like, if you really, really yeah, want to do can't. something, and if you're young and of the right age and all that, you just got to do it, what? Then what's mm. the point? Yeah, la, that is true. Well, she did go, and she yes. came back with this, uh, this collection of songs, and the first song is uh, Gaudi. I always like to say that this is all uh, uh, the, the not the problem. So like it not a problem lah, but this is like uh, analogous to like in England, right? In uh -huh. the 60s, right? The, uh, uh -huh. One of the reasons for the the so-called uh, the pop music scene of the 60s was because all those musicians like Lennon, Townsend, and all these guys went yeah. to art school. Yes. Right. Yes. So this is also like I said. So to me, this is like a, the LaSalle effect. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So okay, if you look yeah. at her album, type uh, song titles and things like that, right. So yep. and I mean the whole concept, the whole thing, like the whole conceit of it, right. It's all very yes. Yeah. Right? Because if you say Gaudi, right, <laughs> right, most okay, yeah. I don't mean to be insulting anything. Most Singaporeans will like, huh? See me Gaudi. They won't know what it is. So it's takes a certain, you know, person with a certain breadth of knowledge to know <laughs> who the fuck Gaudi is, right? So, like, yeah. we're thinking, well, wow, fucking pretentious, lah. Your first train is called Gaudi. But, you know, it kind of fits in with the whole... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole idea, I, I, yeah. Like before this album came out, I was actually in, in Barcelona. Ah. And I actually had Barcelona. gone to... Barcelona. Oh, Barcelona. Barcelona, Barcelona. Yeah, yeah and, so and the I, Singaporean only like, huh, football team. Ah. Exactly. Oh, she wrote this song, she's called it Gaudi. Um, mm. And then if you listen to it, though, it actually does kind of evoke, I guess, uh, a similar vein uh, in terms of the, it, like, like, his, like his designs and stuff like that. Because the when the song comes on, right, okay, it's got this, it, it kicks off like very flat, 
in in a sense, musically, like in terms of the time, it's just her voice. I mean, it's a noise collage. Yeah. yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, and then you know, so when it comes to the chorus, it starts off very pleasantly, but it's always interrupted by these like uh, you know the 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 loud jumps and distortions yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Which is, you know, if you if you look at his work, you it can seem like that because it seems very okay. It looks very nice and straight, but all of a sudden there'll be something in there that's oh, wait a minute, what's this? Like a round window in in the roof or whatever. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. That kind of that kind of. I mean, thing. yeah. I mean, as as an opening track also, I think it sets the tone quite well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. Right. So <laughs> I mean, what, what's gonna happen? Kind of is to a certain extent the the music also is of its time. There's kind mm. of. A, a kind of post, well, like a post emo kind of vibe. Yes, yes. But yes. also there's also that kind of long-standing, kind of arty female. You know, goes all the way down to Kate Bush and mm, you know, mm. York and Tori Amos, yeah. all that kind of thing, like. So it's a bit of a blend of the two, like. Right, right. Vibe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's that's Gaudi. I mean, the which is followed by this other song called Chefalo Knot. Yeah, so that's why I say another. Uh, another. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, Chefalo Knot is is a, is a is a is a rope trick, right? Yeah. So so you tie basically. I mean, the, you can go on YouTube to see how they do it, but basically, it, what seems to be a very complicated. Uh, not that you tie in a rope, mm. but it's actually one of those quick release things where you just where you slide it in properly and you pull it, the whole knot unravels uh, straight away. Well, I suppose symbolically, it's supposed to it, it reflects the the lyrics. I guess I mm. mean it's it's mm. lyrically it's a put down song in the in the classic Dylan style, positively <laughs> forty seventh Street. Ah, yeah, yeah, a kind yeah. of you know. You got a lot of love, you know, the kind of, <laughs> not that she sings like that, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it has that, it's, it's, it's about some bad guy, right, basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I so symbolic in that, you know, the Shafalo note looks like it's tight, but actually it's not. And, <laughs> and, and musically also, like the way it's, uh, you know, it, it's constructed right with that with mm. that very insistent pop 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 yeah. beat coming in the back, you yeah. know, and then her voice in, in the in that uh, I think the what they call the vocal harmonization, the vocal right, harmonization right. effect yeah. always going like, yeah. you know, shame on you, shame on shame you, shame on you, shame on you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So actually, that is a lot of the vocal arrangements. Is more uh, that's another influence. I think it's more kind of uh, musical theater. Just uh, the, the whole performance itself sounds like that kind of thing. It's like yes, a, yes. In my head, right when you're listening to the thing, you can actually see the the action going on. Mm, you know, yeah. it, it's quite visual in that sense as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like like I said, lah. I mean, that's the value of an arts education. <laughs> The first two, I think, make it a very interesting uh, mm. opening, opening salvo kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's oh. not, you're, you're, straight away you know, oh, okay, yeah, this is okay. going to be This a, is a not going to be Wallflower Part 2. Yeah, this, this is, is gonna not going to be another right, bit yeah. of <laughs> No, I mean, it's a, it's a big... I mean, like I said in my review, like, it's, a, it was a, it's a quantum leap from the first album. Yeah. If you've heard the first album, you might have some expectations. And mm. Then, mm. then those expectations are just, you know, destroyed. This we did the first two tracks, <laughs> which is a good thing, la. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I I remember thinking this to me is like a, it's like you two, you know, Joshua mm. Tree and then the Akun Baby. Akun Baby, yeah. Yeah, and to me this is this is this is uh, similar in that sense. That it seems like she's very uh, consciously getting rid of that, that singer songwriter, you know, acoustic guitar, sit sit up there on stage alone and just. Yeah, quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Quiet songs yeah. kind of thing, you know. Oh, so this is what we call doing the Bowie. Doing 
<laughs> no, like, I mean, in, 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 in conceptual terms, not in musical terms. I don't think you can really... I don't think she really kind of has any Bowie kind of sound. More, no, more, more sound conceptually. La. La. But, but, if you look at, but if you look at how... What, what's that word for it? Like, you know, they call him chameleon, right? She's also a pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah. chameleon. Yeah, yeah. I, am, I, I mean, I mean not, just, not is, just at this yeah. point, but ever since through through the years after that, yeah. you know, since then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, you could easily call, you know, the music on this album art rock, la, you know. Yeah, you could, you could. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of comes from that kind of tradition, the 70s, at Roxy and yes. Bowie and, and all that, lah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, with a song talking about uh, putting down the guy, um, mm. the next track is Quit You, mm. which also has the same uh, sentiments as, as that. As, mm, as yeah, yeah. I can't quit you. But I mean, I, I found, I think I find, found the Quit You is a little bit more, uh, more of a standard kind of pop ditty. Is this a concession that she throws out like, okay, 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 here's something that you guys might be more familiar with. <laughs> straightforward. It's a straight, yeah, to me it's a straightforward. Yeah, I mean, you, you still gotta throw, you know, people a bone uh, to, to, extend, <laughs> to, to use the illusion, use the analogy, right? Yeah. You know, so... And it's not easy to to really come up with that kind of consistent so-called arty thing, right? So oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you also could, a change of no pace. Way, there's no way, yeah, yeah. Change of pace is also, you know, especially back in those days when albums still meant something. To me, I, I don't know about you, but to me, it, it borrows a lot from that, that whole, like, uh, old 60s, late 60s soul. The Motown, the Motown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, like, Motown. Yeah, that Motown kind of vibe. Mm. And and with the and with the instruments coming in, like it sounds like, you know, she has that whole like the big the big the big Motown sound, the horns and stuff mm. like that. But actually, um, I think if I'm not wrong, uh, there are no there are no apart from apart. I think she mentioned that apart from an omni chord, there are no other like keyboard instruments, no no synths inside mm. there mm. at all. So mm. all the sounds that you hear, is all effects. By guitar and stuff mm. like that, she which she kind of crafted together. I guess with with Mark John as well, mm. which is again another thing that excited me, because, because you know as you know I'm I'm a kind of like sound. I will want to make a guitar sound like a, a horn section. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you tell me I can yeah. do that, I'm all for it. I'm gonna put that. Yeah, in. sure, sure, sure. And uh, following that is uh, Dear Paramore. Dear Paramore, yeah. I guess this also kind of slides into a bit more familiar uh, musical territory for, for those who know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, more of yeah. like an indie folk ballad, I guess. Mm. With, a, with a twist. La. <laughs> the twist is the time signature change. La. Yeah, yeah. Which is not expected. <laughs> la. It's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, which is also, an, I mean, it's a neat trick. A lot of bands have used yeah. that before. Uh, yeah. Mostly to great but effect. But it kind of, you know, it's a very uh, resonating, like, emotionally, like, you know, the way that, the way that it's put together. Yes, yes. That's what Even though it's very quiet kind of thing, right? It's it's just uh, it's like you hear the guitar like vegetating in the background or whatever. Yeah, it's it's all these little things. Sometimes it's like it's like you know, take on me, take the aha song. Yeah, yeah, the aha song, right? Because we don't really notice actually the 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 drums right doubles up. Yeah, at a particular point, right? Which is very yes, very subtly yeah. done. Yes, correct, correct. But it's so powerful. It's very yes. distinctive also. Yeah. Right, the way that's done, right? So it's all these little things sometimes, like, or when sometimes the opposite happens where the drums, either time signature change or the mm -hmm. drum pattern changes, which really does kind of, you know, just a simple thing like that, right? Makes so much hmm. difference to the emotional 
impact or the feel of the song. Yeah, especially yeah. if it's especially if it's coupled with the lyrics, lah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the beauty of, of, of songwriting, lah. So yeah, I mean, it, and also it's an old fashioned bridge, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that that's <laughs> the that's good old middle age kind of... <laughs> really extinct now, but you know, so like I mean, the, if it's, because you mentioned the Beatles, so when you mentioned Beatles, I always think of bridge, bridges, right? Life yeah. is very short. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. That exactly. kind of thing, lah. Yeah. Right. So, kind of the emotional hour of the bridge la, which is, has been totally lost la, unfortunately with new pop music la. speaking of uh, a song that actually like uh, uh, I think a lot and a lot of people I think this was their, their, their inroad into this album uh, it's this track that follows uh, Dear Paramore called Artful Dodger I think it lives up to its name, both in both sense of the word, the word artful and the word dodger. <laughs> mm. uh, no, it was the it was the the lead single, la. Yeah. Right. So it was right. the first thing that we heard from the album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, named after that character in Dickens, uh, Oliver Twist. Yes. Is it Oliver Twist? Oliver Twist. Yeah. yeah. So again, uh, it's an arts education. <laughs> But yeah, the Artful Dodger wasn't like uh, it's 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 also I guess it's more old school yeah. pretty straight, pretty straight yeah. in a, in that way. But uh, also a bit not in terms of the in terms of oh the, yeah, of course, like of course. still little, still have the little touches. The little, and yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I can understand why she would put this out as a as the lead single. As the lead single, yeah, yeah, because it, it kind of still a bit, um, a bit familiar, a bit more familiar lah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, not it's like too... your. Yeah, not too way not out too kind of thing. There, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Too out there. Just, yeah, and uh, coming in, I mean, coming in smack in the middle of the album, it's a it's a good thing, I think, because you know, like we said, the first the first one two punch of of like veering off the so called beaten path, mm. and then she's slowly kind of bringing you back in again, kind of thing, which leads us to to the next uh, uh, track on this album, uh, liar liar, heart on fire. Yeah, this I is, love the title. <laughs> this is her version of Cretan. <laughs> a bit way longer. A than bit Cretan. more listenable than Cretan. <laughs> yeah. Liar, by the way, is spelled L Y R E. Yeah. Okay. And that's a, it's an old musical yeah. instrument from, from again ancient right, times. You need some arts education to know to what know a liar, liar is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but let me help let me help all you listeners out. Uh, yeah, from, from Wikipedia. Um uh, it's a stringed musical instrument that is classified by the Hornbostel sax as a member of the lute family of instruments. Yeah, lute. So it's it's like a lute. It's a bit yeah, like, like a lute, the a forefathers of guitars, la. Yeah, yeah, Forefathers yeah. of guitars, cousins, a portable, a portable on mandolins yeah. and. But of course here, of course here she she's uh, playing. It's a play on, on words, la, right? Yeah, the phrase, right? It's a play on the phrase, "Lie, lie, pens on fire." Yeah. So it's basically again a bit of a point finger pointing, someone done me wrong kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh and again she uses that that whole uh harmonic harmony thing to create effect mm. on the chorus. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean it's song. a bit there's a little bit uh atonality to a certain extent compared to uh mm-hmm. it's a bit obtuse and a bit atonal. In terms yeah, of the structure, well, like, melodic structure. Yeah, yeah, the structure itself. But uh, but I mean, you know, uh, I like the way I like the way, you know, the way she stretches out the notes, which is something that I quite like. Also, I mean, apart from that, loud soft, it's this it's this kind of fast slow kind of thing soft, where you, soft. you know, the whole the whole loud yeah. soft thing that that there's always a <laughs> yeah yeah pixies. oh my god, but but this one also because it's like. In terms of your singing tempo, it doesn't always have to be constant throughout the entire song. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. You know, when you can, if you can do a break, 
and then yeah. come out with something like this. Correct, it, it, it works really well as well. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is not, you know, Mando pop where you, everything has to be like that because ultimately it's for the karaoke market. Yeah. So yeah, you, should... you make a sound that's difficult to sing, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so this yeah. is the opposite of that. <laughs> it's yeah. not meant for karaoke. Yeah, this is not meant for karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> no, unless you can get two other people to to come in and do harmonies with you. Yeah, throughout the exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then speaking of that, uh, being a bit confusing and stuff, the next the next track is uh the title track, Bum Fuzzle, parentheses go up in smoke. So, so there's a basically a fart illusion there, isn't it? They talk about bum. Well, they talk about thing, smoke. Right, yeah. <laughs> to to again, I'm I'm gonna call up the dictionary here. Bum fuzzle, bum fuzzle is uh, it's got nothing to do with bums or bum fuzz or butt fluff or whatever you wanna call it. <laughs> it's the bum fuzzle means to to confuse uh obfuscate the situation, right? So. Bump, uh, bump it's one of those dead, dead words lah. Nobody uses. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. The kind of the kind of book, the kind of word that you only find in a book by I don't know, uh, Susie Dent or one of those like, etymology books, English 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 language etymology and stuff like that. Yeah, but uh, bum fuzzle go up in smoke. Um, the style is also a borrowed kind of, you know, it's also borrowed from America, the the old late sixties American music kind of thing. Jazz lah. Yeah, kinda... nice. well. Again, uh, that's where your LaSalle, LaSalle education comes in. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose. I mean, it all comes from swing, ultimately. I mean, it evolves yeah. from there. La. So it's a question yeah. of really the balance, right? How much do you... Because once you have walking base, technically, swing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. But, but you know, again, how far... How it's a question far of away. how far go, huh? how far I away. Mean, yeah, correct, right? You know? Like the domestic cat versus the saber tooth tiger. How many degrees of chemistry? How many degrees of separation? Yeah, so this one has borrowed that. that yeah, you know, it's intriguing process because initially I thought it was like very James Jameson kind of. No, I mean, because, because right, once of, you right. get into kind of RB. Yeah, yeah, the RB. It's R&B jazz, it's yeah. jazz inside. You cannot escape because RB came yeah. out of jazz. Yeah. You cannot escape one. Is that a question, like I said, how, how, <laughs> how, how how intensely jazz is it? Is it all jazz? Then it's like ah, different story lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the gets very kind of forties, uh, fifties kind of post-war, you know, show tunes, you know, mm. that kind of vibe you got. Like this yeah. is my dad's kind of era, right? Your 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 Sinatra and your Fred Astaire and Crosby and all these guys. Mm. Not not David Crosby. <laughs> Bing, but the Bing, but the Bing, Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. So Bing <laughs> is not just the stupid search engine. Uh, it's not just a search engine. Oh my god! Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can. I can you know what I mean? I can I hear mean, that. I can hear that. Yeah. Which is which is what I loved about it, now because like, um, okay, so I mean, if you're going by order, because I really want to talk about the last two tracks. We'll go by order. I mean, it's only just the one most track, which is the inch. Incision. Incision. Oh, incision. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. incision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but spelled I N C H incision. Incision, but yeah, inch. Like more of a nod, more a nod to her indie rock roots. Yeah, because like I mean, just re listening to, to it again, right? It's like okay, I've heard this before, but again, this could be another one of those where it's like you know, okay, here's something that yeah, I, yeah, I can yeah. do it well, and yeah. I just I mean, it can be a bit of a bridge, lah, you know, from the past to present, so to speak. Even though it's a, to me, it's a straightforward um, pop rock song. 
yes. or alt rock song, right? Yes. But uh, even then, also the what's interesting is this the the, mu- the musicality inside the the way the guitars are done. Mm. It's not just okay. Let's just put on a distortion, or turn on the overdrive, and let's play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, that, that to me is is what I I liked about the way she treated this 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 bit. Yeah, I mean, there's still still a, a an artistic sensibility applied, You know, whatever mm. whatever the style style is just a presentation, You know, but it's like the concept behind it, how you how you make it special and unique, lah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. And then, of course, yeah. Then we get to the to the back. The so, O nine. O nine. The ninth is, uh, song. The, yeah, the ninth song. Track nine. O nine yeah. is the ninth track. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's it's again uh, It's like those reminded me of those kind of fifties jazz mm. show tune, but it's kind of filtered through uh, like an epic psychedelic lens. I mean, similar to what. The uh, Flaming Lips did on Sopolitan. Yeah, it's one. Right, of it has that. the you know that kind of vibe like If you listen to that, it's very pop. A lot, most of it, right? Sopolitan, mm-hmm. but it's filtered through this kind of like I said, this psychedelic psychedelic lens. Yeah, right. So, which is the feeling that I got, you know, listening to to old nine. If you strip off everything else musically, you can hear it's just her and the guitar. You know, it's, it it harks yeah. back to that that kind of thing. Yeah. But because it, it it she puts all these different lenses on it, but by the time you get to this product, it's like okay, yeah, right, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's the beauty of uh, multi-tracking, uh, the the layering, uh, mm. you know, the 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 texture. I mean, this is where. You know that uh, the, the handling of the texture comes in. You know, so yeah, using the texture, right, as an element, right, in the song, as mm. a concept in itself, right. Yes. Yeah. If you're listening to this album at a stretch, "Old Nine" will be the song that you hear just before, <laughs> just before the credits start. And "Glow," which is track ten, is the is the credit song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. La, so like yeah. So "Old Nine" is like the final scene, whatever yeah, the scene yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And then you you realize either a then, you know they're walking into the sunset or yeah or it's some know, montage just, yeah yeah no dialogue man <laughs> yeah 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 correct correct no dialogue it's just the thing that's the song and then the lyrics and then the and two then guys just lyrics telling the story yeah and then the character is just standing there contemplating and then it fades out or what then the then the credits will come on. You can You know, glow, which is the the last yeah. track, yeah. And uh, I couldn't help but think that this last song, glow, could work as a as one of those like ending, like I said, like, the ending bits of even you know a show like say last of mm. us, say season finale track kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Just as they finish off, the song comes on. <laughs> I like, yeah, yeah, it works. It kind of works yeah. in that setting. That's the first thing I thought of. Like because it's it's got that same quiet vibe. Um, very minimalist. This I mean, it, backing. But again, all treated, so it's not like you know, it's just a yeah. simple like guitar yeah, yeah. and voice or yeah. one piano and voice kind of thing. It's, it's but it's it, that, that that whole very sparse <laughs> to, to quote Changkang yet again, sparse but intense. Uh, sparse but intense. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. for me, glow is like it's like a coming of age because it sounds to me like a, you know because like she's like I said like born in the late eighties, so like a late late millennial to certain extent or halfway mm. right so it reminded me of like a it's like a Disney movie that idea you know beautiful but you know there's a bit of an edge to it yeah yeah know? right but so it was like that's like that's a great way to, I feel like to kind of close this album like, it does kind of have a little bit of a, a story arc a bit of a journey yeah yeah throughout you know the, it's 10 10, right? 10 songs, yeah. Yeah, 10 songs, yeah. Right, so, you know, so, I mean, on, on it ticks all the boxes, mm. like, but in that sense, right, we can kind of deservedly put it into the uh, album, Singapore Album Hall of Fame. Mm. 
like I said, I mean, this was too. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't recall ever giving five stars to any thing mm. prior to this. Right. Um, yes. Um, I mean, or since? Well, for, uh, <laughs> uh, actually, I'm not too sure. In I, the last I ten years. Sure. <laughs> well, definitely not lah. <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, really, the, I mean, again, like I said, the first time I heard it, just the whole the idea, you call it conceit or call it concept, it, it just it just jumped out at me and go, wow, how could somebody whom I just heard like a year ago, right, just put together a collection like this, you know, because it yeah. was, it was, it's such a, it's yeah. such a, like you said, quantum leap, right? It's yeah, quantum leap. Jump. Yeah, yeah it's, quite, it's quite an, it is an achievement, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's what if, if, like, if you really want to chart this, um, like, if you want to look at it, I think in just uh, her whole career as a musician mm. or as an artist per se, because she's done yeah. so many things ever since. Yes. Um, you know, it, this this is one of those this is one of those like uh, bench uh, what do you call it milestone moments uh, to me lah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was a bit nostalgic also because you know. And then I start to recall, oh, she had an album launch. It's funny, I remember like there's this image of her like cleaning the floor. Somebody spilled something and it was somebody else's place and she was, and she was freaking out. Right? And she was like freaking, and she was like cleaning the floor because she was freaking out. Where was it? Like? Where, was the, where was the venue? I can't remember. I think it's Thunder remember. Rock. I think. Was it Thunder Rock? Uh... Yeah, could be. So these kind of things, like, because 10 years ago already. It was it was a nice uh, a nice uh, trip back again as you see, yeah. as you just mentioned, uh, um, yeah because and and I and I remember why I liked it so much the first time around whatever you know accolades or, or mountains or praise that were heaped on this thing, yeah it it is is deserved it's it's deserved yeah yeah if I to review yeah. this thing again I would still give it a five star yeah 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 still it still holds up very much yeah. So yeah, so and that that uh, I guess that wraps up uh, yep. Bump Fuzzle. Yep. This is all kind of you know putting a stamp on on where she was at that point in time. Yes, the direction, album art design, all that kind of stuff, all also kind of done by her. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not wrong. Oh, the, the this is really cool illustration of her uh, on the cover, which was uh, the the cover art was drawn by or illustrated by. Uh, Melissa Suchania. But the image actually on the stream platform is not this one. No. The image so on the stream platform image. is a photo, right? A photograph, yeah. Yeah, but with the same with the same coloured tears kind same, of thing coming. Yeah, same coloured tears. You know, and, and just as a just as a you know post credit scene, you know, after this album, the next one she put out was a couple of years later in 2015 called Letters to Ubin. Yeah. Which yeah. was back to like a back to basic kind of stripped back yeah, yeah, yeah. sound a bit of a marker I mean again, I think she's doing she released some stuff right recently 2021 uh, yeah 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 then in 2021 she went the Mendo Mendo pop route so yeah, yeah, she released yeah. two tracks it's a, so it's it's an English version and a Chinese version of the same song uh, okay. the same song just that lyrically it's uh, one in Chinese I think she's coming out with something new because I was just checking out her Facebook mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I think she has like something Pre, pre release order. Yeah, so so you know, since since this one in the ten years since the musical style has also changed quite a lot. Mm. So like if you listen to the if you listen to those tracks, the the one called I Do, I Do and Trees from twenty twenty one, those are very, very much in the vein of Asia pop. With a bit of an indie electronic vibe. Blah. Yeah. She did a couple of songs. I think um she did one with um Shigashe called Flags. She did this one called Sun and Moon and uh, Taking Silence. All those, are, yeah. Um, and Wishful Thinking. Collaborations. With Johnny yeah. yeah. Collaborations with Johnny Wong and with Sugar Shea and stuff. So it's, it's quite an interesting, uh, interesting kind of journey that she has been since. Mm. 10 years. 10 years. But it's a lot, you know, because like the year after Bum Fuzzle, she, she, she put out a book. Then she goes on this like, like, like a, a tour kind of thing so-called across across the states and stuff like that, right? She said, right, 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 right. Yeah, yes, she yes, did yes. a whole bunch of things. Yes, yes, yes. I think I was at the launch. Oh, you were? Okay, okay. I big memories of that, yeah. Yeah, so she's doing the all book. these yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right? Okay, okay, yeah. And then, uh, 
and then of yeah, course, I mean, you know, she's a restless soul, uh, so yeah. I think I think she's not going to keep still. Yeah, I mean, and you, maybe you mentioned theater. She also did a kind of like theater production kind of thing. Yep, 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 yep. And of course, I think most most people who who kind of know her name recently will probably be, be because she was on a Master Chef. Couple of, was it last oh, year or the year before? I don't know. That one is something like this is to me. Yeah, yeah. So oh, she was really? the, <laughs> I think it's the cooking, the cooking. Yeah, the, that's Master Chef Singapore, right? The one with like Damon I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't yeah, follow that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she's you know, so she's she's really like being an artist in the true sense of the word, trying out so many different you know expressions of herself. Yeah. Anyway, well, we hope you like our excursion through Bum Fuzzle. Talking about albums and releases, you know, yeah, we have a we have a a, a KM, no, not KM, sorry, KMAC. KMAC, KM, yeah same 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 same. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what what's what's up with the yeah? K-Mac, so the KMAC, so KMAC, of course, you know, is my electronic music persona. So obviously, I'm a I'm a huge fan of you know the 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 synth pop mm. pioneers, the original electronic, yep, uh, pioneers. You know, you have Kraftwerk, Tangerine Dream, OMD, Depression Mode, Human Leagues, yeah. et etc. Et et so, so anyway, so I've been kind of dabbling with that, coming out with a lot of songs. Yeah. So it's both like Red L, I call it re- Retro Electronica. Like, that's why I call it the, the genre. Yeah. <laughs> so Red L, <laughs> but I never, I put some stuff and then there are a few other EPs and, and singles on Bandcamp. But I never ever bothered to Put it on streaming. So this year, I thought, okay, 30th year of my so-called music career. Right. I'm just going to just drown everybody with music. So, to cut a long story short. So KMAC is coming back and will be... The Mac be, is back. The yeah. Mac is back. <laughs> so, so basically, it will be uh, an EP, mm. right? To be five-track EP to be released uh, in July, 7th of July. Okay. So before that, there will be three singles... Mm, I love boy. Okay. I mean, okay, April twenty first. I love boy. Out now. We have uh, Faust. F A U S S E. Oh, F A U. It's a French word for fake. Right. Right. It's a French word for fake. Yeah. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. <laughs> then, <laughs> four, fouls, four, or whatever. Like, you know, I you know, know. I'm very, very obsessed with that word, four. Yeah, F-A-U-X. yeah. And then, and then uh, on in June, 2nd of June, we had Delicate. And then there are two more tracks that will be on the EP. The EP is called Our Friends Electronic. So that is like a, mm. a tip of the hat to Gary Newman. Right. To Wear Army. Yes. Because yes. the breakthrough single, 1979, Our Friends Electric. Yes, yes. This one is called Our Friends Electronic. So the two other tracks that will be on it, um, there's one called Della Fruto and the other one is called F-Bot. F-Bot. Leave that to your imagination. <laughs> well, I can imagine <laughs> quite a bit. So. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so yeah, check check out KMAC. So um, <laughs> Facebook is the usual, uh, my Kevin Matthews Facebook. Mm. Uh, and then you should be on Spotify and Bandcamp and all that. Yeah, yeah. Good. So go check it out. The, the EP, the full EP will be out uh, in a couple of months' time. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, you can check out the first uh, the first uh, single, Analog It's just Analog, Analog Boy, right? Boy. Yeah. Analog, Analog Boy. Analog Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So go go check it out. It, it will be, it's available the same place where you can get this podcast. All the same places. <laughs> yeah, all the same places where you can get this in cool podcast. <laughs> Yeah, and if you like if you like this if you like this episode, please give us a like. You know, share this with your friends. Um, leave yep. a comment. Um, so if you want to do help us uh, materially, you know, you can buy us so called buy us an e an e cup of e kopio kosong. Mm. Um, you can by, donate, by donation drop, by dropping it. Yeah, by dropping a donation. Yes, sponsor. A link. <laughs> you want to be a sponsor? Yes. Be a patron. Have we set up Patreon yet? So. We, we, I have a Patreon but I do nothing with it. Yeah, maybe you should do an OnlyFans thing. Uh. Just put it and there. And CD Rock OnlyFans. Plan <laughs> CD Rock We're OnlyFans. Only no, no, no. Plan CD Rock OnlyFans. Then we just see who are the people who could, who actually think 
who actually want to go in there to go and check it out lah. You know, you make it, you know, we make it cheap lah, easy entry kind of thing. That you know, we don't. <laughs> Research. We need to research do research. research. We research before we do it's anything. Only research only fans for business research. <laughs> yeah, business research lah. I mean, <laughs> I love it. Everybody knows that it is a legitimate source of income. It is, it is, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, drop us a donation. Drop us a donation so that we can buy ourselves uh, <laughs> some kopio kosongs. And yes. uh, yeah, share, yes. like, subscribe to this thing. Click the bell so you know when the next episode is coming up. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Drop us a line there. Let us know. Actually, let us know what other albums, like you know, our cel- local albums, are celebrating yep. anniversaries this year. And then maybe we can do a do another one of these sessions. Yep. You know, yep. so that we can build up our Hall of Fame, our Hall of Fame playlist. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So until the next time, then this is us signing off again, saying goodbye. Yeah.